Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. Big show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a Big Show. Is everybody ready? Uh-oh. Guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. Huh? Anybody? Hey, guess what day it is. Oh, come on. I know you can hear me. It's hump day. Woo-woo! Hump day? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It is The Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Jake coming at you live from our Carrier Zone studios here at Vivint Arena. Austin Horton across the glass for me producing today. And safely social distancing from Costa Monson, the one, the only, Gordon Monson. Gordon, hello. Hello, Jake. How are you today? I'm fine, buddy. How are you? I'm hanging in there. Thank you very much for asking. That's good. That's good. Hanging in there, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I am. I got the, that second shot yesterday, and it's kind of kicking me around a little bit today. But uh, still happy to get it. I so thought you were. Please be patient with me if I'm a little weird. Uh, I I thought you were recovering from your your show with uh, PK this morning. Uh, yeah. Well, I got that going for me too, which is you know nice. Uh, it's fun doing the show with PK. I always love doing that. Did he Did he try to beat up on you? No. No, not really. Uh, well, a little bit here and there, but just in fun. I brought up the fact that he was a little too uh, mean to you when you go on a show. But, really, uh, not, you said not, that? I did, but I did. I didn't make it sound like you can't. You're a big boy. You can Jeez, take care of yourself. What are you doing? You know? I'm fine. I can. I can fight my own battles with, with I know, I know. PK. I don't need you talking about how mean he is to me. That sounds like Jake yeah. went to Gordon and said, "Can you tell PK to be nicer?" Can you to talk me? to PK because I'm <laughs> I'm having trouble. You, you know, can you can you back channel that for me? Because my feelings are hurt. <laughs> don't no. don't tell him I asked you though. Yeah. It was all done. It was all done in fun. It wasn't uh, it wasn't sappy like that. It was clear what I was doing. It wasn't uh, like, "Hey, PK, what are you doing with Jake? How come you're so mean to him?" You know, I can go back and listen, right? Uh, yeah, you probably could. Yeah, um, I can. Well, you can check it out. I, I really can't remember. It's all a blur. Oh, but, now uh, it's all a blur. <laughs> the memory's a little foggy. I don't remember. Great, Gordon. Uh, Terrific. Do I have man. to call PK now? Uh, well, you can if you want. I It, it was not. It was not pitiable. Like, has know? PK lost all respect for me now? <laughs> Yeah, because he thinks I can't fight my own battles. I'm not PK, and I've lost respect for you just listening to this Seriously. story. So. It was just a little bit like mom, fight, you know, going in and uh, telling uh, another parent off because their kid uh, is roughing up your kid. I, I didn't. Well, first of all, you are you are not my mother. <laughs> that is not the role you play in my life. 
<laughs> it's not. I thought no. uh, I, I no. thought I was meant to clear the path for you. It, it's not. And, no, and you don't need me. <laughs> and PK, you know, you say talk to the other parent. Uh, you know, then you're 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 calling PK more mature than me. I don't know if I'm I'm okay with that either. <laughs> No, not more mature. No, it's like one kid picking on another kid, and so the mom's getting involved. Oh, I see. Did you do that with your kids? No, I I tried to stay out of that whole thing. Unless you know their lives and such. No, I <laughs> no, I was very involved. In fact, I was talking to my daughter the other other day, and she said. Uh, she said, you know, one thing I really appreciated about the way you raised us is that you were always available. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what, thanks to that that parent phone tree, that that concern parent network. Uh, when I was growing <laughs> up, when I was a teenager, I had one buddy who got thrown under the bus in some sort of situation. You know, some kid got caught doing something and he said, oh, yeah, that was that was totally, you know. Adam's so idea. So. Yeah. <laughs> and it happened once. And I'm not kidding you. Every parent really hated Adam. <laughs> He's like, and it wasn't Adam? And, and it wasn't Adam. And Adam, by the way, perfectly nice young man. Like, So he really didn't do the thing? He really didn't do the thing. <laughs> At least oh, not that, what what he was accused of at this particular. I mean, he you he, Richard Jeweled Adam. It wasn't me. Uh, it was in fact my parents uh, always liked Adam, so that, that he, they were like the one set that did. But yeah, something bad happened. He got thrown under the bus, and then thanks to that that network of concerned parents, <laughs> they all hated Adam <laughs> for the rest of our uh, our our school career. Mm. All right. Well, uh, sometimes, sometimes you know, there's a chance that it could make things better, but there's a bigger chance that it's going to make it worse. In this case, I really feel bad. He got a he got a bum rap, and that lasted like years. It might it might actually still last to this day. I don't know. I had something similar where years after high school, I asked the person that uh, had been wrongly accused, whose name just popped into my buddy's mind when he was in trouble, and I asked him about. It, he said. So that's why that happened to me. <laughs> like six years after high school, it was he was still so confused as to why he was in trouble for such and probably such. a turning point in his life. The police got involved. Oh, oh no! Yeah, yeah. Oh. oh boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tell you what, that that concerned parent network—that's that's a dangerous thing. <laughs> it's got high internet it's, speed. It's ruining lives out there. Yeah. See, I never, I never really thought of it in terms that it was quite that vast. But apparently it is. <laughs> it was in my case growing up. <laughs> uh, all right. We have uh, we have a lot to do today, Gordon, in a short amount of time. Jazz pregame takes over the airwaves coming up at 5. So stay tuned for that, Gordon. I know you're going to be dialed in. Well, we had your partner, Tim Lacombe, on the show this morning, uh, DJ and PK, PK and me. And we also had Craig Smith on for a good, I won't say probably about 35, 40 minutes. So it was it was interesting to talk with him. But Tim, Tim is always good. So you guys are good together, and that's uh, uh, that's good. That's good. You guys are spend a lot of time together, so it's good that the show is good. Wait a minute. You guys kept Craig Smith for 40 minutes? Uh, I'm not sure. Was that long. See, it seemed like it went on for a while, but it was good. I mean, he was just... Exactly what uh, what I think Utah fans want to hear from their men's basketball coach. So fired up, 
So when when I'm sure the good folks over there at the Utah Sports Information Department threatened Hatch with his life if it went over ten, you guys <laughs> you guys went forty. It probably wasn't forty. I, I don't know. We we can I we look we it won. up? Can we look up the official time? I know how long that was. How long was it? Twenty eight minutes. But there Wait, was at the beginning crazy. there was some kind of technical difficulty. Where the phone dropped out and had to get him back on. But 28 minutes. And, and Coach Smith can talk. Right. You ask him a question, and that's 10 minutes. Yeah, but did, how often are, are SIDs sympathetic to that? Never. Oh, come Never. on. Let the coach talk. If he wants to talk, he doesn't need So Speak, Speaking of uh, mothers hanging over uh, people and so that was the, the he last. He doesn't need that. He's the coach. He's the boss. He can do what he wants. So that's the last Utah interview they're going to have on DJ and PK then. <laughs> no, he... He seemed energized. So, not not annoyed at all at the end, huh? And like, I did like, ask hey, him. Hey, I'm I'm late because you know I'm the head coach and as you say the guy in charge and probably have better things to do. Well, he is probably really busy trying to put everything yeah, together with his yeah, staff. Probably and, you know, is busy. meeting with his players and stuff like that. But the people want to know. The people need to hear. So he, he, he made that a priority. So he's a smart man. Good for him. He made, I, he made I, you a priority. I asked him smart man. About, <laughs> I asked him about Scotty G and you know, I mentioned Scotty G by name and made sure that I emphasized his name, not some broadcaster. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And uh and I also asked him about uh what Jay Drew told us uh yesterday that he gets a bonus for uh putting fannies in the seats and you know what he said what'd he say i don't know hmm. he said he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't know all the details of the contract he's too busy uh worrying about other things too busy how in the world did you, you put up with scotty gerard minutes. up there at utah state <laughs> for three years <laughs> how in the world did you put up with scotty gerard up there at utah state for three years <laughs> That's how you mentioned Scotty's name. Oh, well, yeah, that, that sure. was negative. That wasn't giving Scotty a shout out. That was that was like calling him difficult to deal with. How in the world did you put up with Scotty Gerard up there at Utah State <laughs> for three years? Wow. You know, I just gave Craig an opportunity to say how much he loves Scotty, and that's what he said. Yeah, You're you, having fun. Come on, you know. You you you, you kind of said like. He's difficult to work with. <laughs> How in the world did you put up with Scotty yeah. Gerard? That's not. That's not like a. Hey, let's give Scotty a, an attaboy. That's a. That's <laughs> yeah. something else. If that's your attempt at apologizing for not naming him in the paper, try again. How in the world did you put up with Scotty Gerard up there at Utah State <laughs> for three years? Come on, fellas. You know how what? guys are. What does we say it like that in jest? We say it to be fun. We say it because we like the guy. Seems like you're kind of cutting him down, though. <laughs> and no. you, you I know, just like that you were like, I made sure to name him this time. Yeah, but you, you really cut <laughs> and him this down. This is how you it, named him. And how you, in the world <laughs> did you put up with Scotty Gerard? And you kind of cut him down, Scotty in particular, a lot. Is there something there? No, are you kidding me? I love Scotty. There's some something that we need to bring up. We need to have him back on the show. No, only a nervous Nelly would worry about something like that because we're all just goofing around, having fun. I and see. then, then Craig went on to to sing his praises uh, for a good five minutes. Uh, so. 
David Locke's going to be on the show at 3.30, and Brady Christensen is going to join us at 4. So it should be a pretty action-packed day. Yeah, good. I, I'm looking forward to it. It all sounds good to me. Uh, by the way, there's a confirmation in the Deseret News. I, I know everybody has been, um, you know, seen the rumors and, and, and want to know. Uh, but, again, according to Deseret News, uh, the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City was reportedly filming when Jen Shaw was arrested yesterday. Everybody's been wondering about that, have they? Oh, yeah. Did you Is see that... the drama in court today? Uh, no. Was there drama in oh, court yeah. today? Well, Judge there was an overload of video. Judge is grumpy. Right? There, there the... was an overload of video and it crashed or something? Is that what happened there? Yep, that's what happened. Well, well, explain uh, it to me better than that, please, Austin. I'd, I'd... Well, I'm trying to get the audio of it. Okay. Because the transcript is hilarious to read. Because the judge, you remember that where the, the, the attorney appeared on, on the Zoom as a cat mm-hmm. down in Texas or whatever? Mm-hmm. This judge was uh, even less patient than that judge. Wow. Because really? the, the, the video would cut in and out. Then he'd go to the, he'd say, all right, well, let's turn over to the attorney. Let's look at your counsel for this answer. Then the counsel's video would cut in and out. And the judge said, this is inadequate. This is unacceptable. We're not moving until IT gets down here and fixes this. Wow. Only for 24 minutes to go by and him to go, I'm done with this. We'll adjourn until Friday, until you guys get your stuff together. What a disaster. Wow. (laughs) Okay. I I have a theory, though. What? I think it was the old, going through a tunnel, can't really Uh, hear you. It was intentional, that kind of thing. Like, we need to buy some time here. Let's, (laughs) let's, I don't know what, tell you. Yeah. Rubbing a candy wrapper in front of the thing. Like they have the mute button like I do. So you can. I'm like, this kid is just word. Yes. Uh, yeah. One of those kind of things. Yep. That's exactly okay. it. Why would anybody care about this? So? Well, I don't know. Because it's intriguing and we're going to see it play out in season two. <laughs> we, Austin and I had skipped season one. Well, you're, you're the only one that watched it. You're missing out and you're going to be watching season two. No, I, well, I still won't me, be watching. Yes, season. you yeah. give us one good what? reason. One what? good reason. I'll see maybe this clip or two, but I'm not going to watch the whole thing. This no this is why you watch. I'll see this clip or two. She was the most dramatic character in the whole season, and this is how she's taken it to a next level. Intentional well, the feds, or the not, feds, the feds think she's a crook, man. Well, I'm not. I'm not uh, endorsing her for governor. Well, why? I'm saying I can't wait to see this uh, on uh, on television, on the Bravo Network. Really, look, I hope justice rules, you know, whatever should be, should be. But why? Give our listeners one reason. Our listeners, mostly sports fans, why they should care about Jen Shaw and what she did wrong or right. Uh, it's the television show I'm excited about, Gordon. It's a TV show. They manufacture a lot of drama, but they spin it off as reality. I don't know. It's a running storyline like anything else. Why do you love sports? It's the ultimate running storyline. Oh, who cares? No, about wait, it? Can wait, you wait, tell wait, me wait, why anybody wait. would care about a ball oh, going into a basket? On. Why Did you just compare sports to the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City? Yes, it's entertainment. It's it's a running storyline. It always uh, leaves us hanging. It's absolutely it's it's 
100% similar. Is it like the Jerry Springer factor where you feel better because your life is not as dramatic? <laughs> it's uh, There's a little bit of that in there, I suppose. Where but you it, can go, oh, at least I'm not that person. I mean, like in, uh, in, in her case, you say some things about the other character and you wonder, boy, I wonder how this other character is going to respond to that. Because isn't that salacious? Yeah, then I don't care. You don't want to see a, uh, a. I don't care what Whitney Rose thinks of what Jen Shaw said about the other gal. I don't. Yeah, well said, Austin. Okay, but if I Jen do. Shaw is indicted on federal charges, I want to see that clip. But you cared Why? about. Why? But you cared I mean, about uh, uh, Pam and Jim ending up together in the end. It's the same thing. It's, it's the same. It is the same. One is love. Thing. The other is hate. One is fictional, and one is kind of fictional. <laughs> of all the things for you to glom onto, that seems like about the strangest thing. Because Austin and I just can't relate. And I wonder if we – you should do one of your famous polls, Austin, and see how many of our listeners give a flying rip about uh, what's going on with Jen Shaw. I'll bet it's a lot. Well, there is a sports connection. Very, very thin. He's married to her. That's Fun. her husband. <laughs> okay. And All like right, Austin well, and I talked about yesterday, there's actually multiple sports connections. Although the 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 other one's a little bit more. Got to got to dig a little bit deeper. Although it is obvious if if you're a sports local sports fan and you watch, it took me about an episode and a half to put it together, but it it's there. It's not all roses for these people. No, no, it's definitely there. Fun, 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 fun. I'm still not convinced. I don't. I, I don't care. I'm not trying to convince you. It's no Petticoat Junction. Yeah. Besides, I was like three years old when I watched Petticoat Junction. The Real Housewives of Hooterville. Right. They misnamed the show. That's a good point. <laughs> All right. Why would I care well, about the Real Housewives of Orange County on the 405? We really didn't need to, to lead with that, I suppose, but I kind of feel good that we did. <laughs> okay. You feel satisfied, do I you? do. I do. Um, we do have a jazz game tonight, though. Yeah. And a Pac-12 team is in the Final Four. Yeah, I think that Pac-12 team's going to get slaughtered, and we all know it. Okay, but uh, uh, you, do you honestly believe here? Here's what I'm I'm going to ask you. I'm ready for this. All right, the nine loss UCLA Bruins. Do you honestly believe they're one of the best four teams in the country, or are you finally going to get on board with me that they got hot at the right time? No, I will say that they have proved that they are. Would they it they most? lost nine games, including four in a row. That's and right, and you're did. telling me if they let, let's say they do beat Gonzaga. You're telling me that you would come into the work the next day and go, well, UCLA was the better team. No, you wouldn't. So let me, Stop let me it. get this straight. Stop let it. me get this straight. You are sitting here trying to uh, trying to uh, make uh, important, make ex- uh, significant 
something like Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, and then you don't believe that a team that has won so many games in a row, tough games against good teams, is not one of the best teams in the country not- because of what happened in, in November. Oh, the other several months of the season. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, they are not can, one of the best can, four teams in the country, uh, and you don't believe that either. You you legitimize Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, but you tear down the UCLA Bruins because they they won championship-type games. Some games are more important than others, Jake. See, this is where you're getting all confused because you think Real Housewives of Salt Lake City is important. Well, you think that what happens over a three-week period completely erases the rest of the season. Championship time. No, as Magic used to call it, winning time, baby. When it's time to win, you win. Good for and Buck. And you reap the I, rewards. I'm, I'm happy for him. That's that's really nice. But, yeah, I don't think UCLA is one of the best four teams in the country. No, I don't. How else are you going to prove it, Jake? You want you want it to be completely numerical? Is that what you want? I don't. Well, what's the point? I mean, they're they're call, they're going to crown a tournament champion. But my point to you was that the, we put too much emphasis on the tournament because it's not about who's finding the best team. It's about what team gets hot at the right time. And you said no. But, no, but no, that, but that is Jake, the best that, team. That, that that's not true. Of, that may be one of the most illogical statements oh, I've ever heard. Stop. Because you got to win games when the game, when your season is on the line. And that's what UCLA is doing. Yeah, they're going to make sure they're going to get slaughtered by Gonzaga. I, I get that. But they've earned what they're getting now. You also, and you're diminishing that. You're diminishing it because they lost to what? You see, uh, they lost to Utah in January. They or did something? not lose to Utah. Well, whoever they went two and zero against Utah, uh, but yeah, yeah, I, I am saying that. And and you're the one who told me with a straight face, mind you, that you thought that Eli Manning Giants team was actually better than the undefeated Patriots team. <laughs> okay. who, who was the who were the champions? Okay, Gordon, but yeah, the Patriots were. Who were the team. champions? Jake, you might as well. No wonder you love polls so much. You might as well just not even have a postseason. By the way, you think. Uh, okay, this team is best. Why? Because I say so. Because they did well in October or they did well in January. No, give me the championship. Give me the time when it's most important to win. And if that team wins at that time, then they're the best team. Yeah. I disagree. Oh, he probably is just mad at SC loss. That's a good point. I got nothing to do with that. I couldn't care less about you. Well, I always thought you you picked the the Trojans in that rivalry. Uh, in what rivalry? The USC UCLA rivalry. It's a, I always picked the, the You were on team Tro- team Trojan. Yeah. No. No. Nope. No, he did chip golf balls into the Rose Bowl, so maybe he does have more the, attachment to. There UCLA. might be some brewing in there too. And, We're gonna and, make a fan out of you yet, Gordon. And Gordon, uh, didn't he? Uh, didn't he? Uh, wasn't he Godfather to, to Wooden's kids? Wasn't that a story <laughs> that that Gordon tells us? Not true. Not true. I never said that. What? You know, John, John Wooden told me once. Wasn't uh, he your neighbor or something? <laughs> His no, neighbor? It, it, it wasn't my neighbor, but I did have an opportunity to. Uh, they were in a motorcycle down, gang together. Sit down and talk with him on three or four different occasions, and that was very interesting. How many were over a meal? Uh, none. You never brunched with Wooden? No. I'm surprised. Nope. 
Never did that. Wooden but was I a sit, notorious I, intermittent faster. So. I did uh, sit down and talk with him. Oh, I told you, my first interview that I ever did as a student journalist was with John Wooden. So anyway, yeah, I had a lot of respect for him until I found out that uh, Booster was paying all his players, but not, I still really liked John Wooden. Jake's okay with that. I hate amateurism. Pay those college athletes. I mean, you think you know a guy, right? You brunch with him several times, and then you find out down the line he wasn't who he told you he was. No, no, he was. He didn't know about any of that stuff. Oh, he did. (laughs) So he's Petito then. (laughs) I had no idea. It was a rogue assistant. That rascal. I'll tell you. Yeah. Yeah. And and OJ's glove didn't fit. Wait, wait. Okay, I didn't, now you're comparing don't, don't, somebody. Don't, don't, re, don't bring that up. That's I'm just a, saying that was another subject. person you, you you spoke with and had no idea. Well, yeah, he, he went. He did fool me. There's no doubt. I thought he was really a good dude. Although there were some contradictions in there that made me wonder a little bit. But anyway, I'm not going to sit here and disparage John Wood. Knock it off. He was a great coach. You called him a cheater. I didn't say any of that. Well, I mean, there that was wasn't a little, me. Don't don't little... gaslight me for your words. If he's got a problem with it, he can call in. If he calls in, we're all in trouble. <laughs> Bring it on, John. <laughs> a hotline from heaven. Lock at three thirty. Brady Christensen at four. <laughs> Stay tuned. We're off to a good start. It's the Big Show, ninety-seven five and twelve eighty. The Zone. You're locked on to The Big Show, presented by Big O' Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O' Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O' Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Give a little bit of your love to me. It's The Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Welcome on back. Should we get to the split story of the day? Should we dive right in, Austin, or do you want to play? Should we play the production? Let's get right. Uh, yeah. Uh, why not? Oh, yeah, we'll do the band of the day first. How about that? We usually do it at this time. You'd think I'd remember. Band of the day, Super Tramp, selected by Gordon, brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. For the latest uh, tour news and artist insight, go to livenation.com. Any particular inspiration today, Gordon? No, no, not whatsoever. I just looked through a bunch of bands and... We, you know, we have really had a lot of bands for Man of the Day, so I was just looking for something that would uh, that would work, and I like Super Trump. Yeah, so yeah not bad. Yeah, it set a good tone. All right, let's do the split story of the day. Austin, hit it. Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. Two. Utah, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. And the Zone Sports Network. Yeah, there. You know, there's always little things that you know maybe are noticeable or not. Um, but I thought transition defense. I thought we did it. I haven't seen the. I'm too blind to look at the offensive rebounds. Um, but I thought we did a better job. You know, protecting the paint, and you know our guards got involved more. And uh, but you know the, the transition defense might have been the biggest thing. You know the two ends of a possession getting back and then closing a possession, and when we do that, we're able to get out and run. Tonight, Gordon, the Jazz take on the Memphis Grizzlies again. 
Um, for the third time in six nights. Tell you, I'm really familiar <laughs> with that to what Coach Snyder was just talking about right there. The transition <laughs> offense. That's all Memphis really wants to do and, frankly, all they really can do and will be a key once again tonight. However, Donovan Mitchell did not make the trip. Personal reasons, there's a lot of speculation out there as to what those are. Um, after the, the flight fiasco, which, you know, the more you, you kind of dug into that, Gordon, and, and heard some accounts, like apparently an engine was on fire. I mean, it was, it yeah. got the sense it was it was pretty darn traumatic. So yeah. um, what, a, what a tough situation. And, and getting back on the plane a couple hours later was probably not the easiest thing to do for, for most any human after something yeah. like that. So yeah. um, I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure, but uh, not going to see Donovan tonight. Yeah, we don't know exactly what it is, like you said, but he is uh, for personal reasons. So what will the Jazz do without him? I think this is kind of fascinating, actually. Uh, I thought this game would be the toughest of the three for the Jazz to win. Just, you know, it's on a road. Obviously, the uh, Grizzlies are very uh, acclimated to their sight lines and whatnot and just the familiarity of the court and the baskets and everything. So, yeah, this will be a challenge for them. Who is going to step up and uh, do what needs to be done to fill in for Donovan, who has played such an important role, obviously, in so many games for the Jazz this year, especially in the fourth quarter? Who is going to be the man? you think it will be a joint kind of thing where everybody is just kind of doing it together, or do you think there will be one man, say Joe Ingles or somebody else like that, who will step up and hit a bunch of big shots? Well, I think most of it has to go to uh, Juwan Morgan. <laughs> I mean, do you, who, who is most likely to uh, Trent to Forrest, that player? Um, no, Gordon. I, I think it's probably one of those joint things. I mean, Donovan plays a very specific role on this Jazz team. The kind of a George Niang said this probably a month ago now uh, in a post game where he said we're all trying to be stars in our own role. And uh, Donovan's role is a big one on this team, obviously. So, uh, you know, that player, that role not being available isn't going to be filled by just one player because you don't have an offensive player as good as Donovan Mitchell. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I I would guess Mike Conley will probably look to be a little bit more aggressive. You know, Jordan Clarkson when he comes in, I would guess Joe Ingles will be in the starting lineup. I mean, all these guys – uh, we'll have to be more aggressive uh, in the absence of Donovan Mitchell. But that's, that's also 20 shots to go around. So Right, right. Uh, John Morgan's uh, out. Oh, dang it. I think we might see uh, one player step up in a big, in a more a larger role than typical. Uh, I don't know who that would be. I mean, there's lots to choose from. But, uh, you know, Mike Conley, like I said, Joe Ingles, uh, Boran Bogdanovich, which it sure would be a nice time for him to step up and start hitting some shots, wouldn't it? Don't hold your breath. Yeah, yeah. he went five of six like two nights ago. Yeah, well, we'll see. Is that that just going to be a a constant narrative on the show, Dragon Boyan? It's going to have to be. Somebody's going to have to score more than they – I, I would be really surprised if it was like an it was like a tide lifting all boats. I I I expect one or two players to have great games or at least try to have great games. Oh, see, I I I mean, I guess I don't entirely disagree. I mean, players' numbers are going to be better, but this is a Jazz team that routinely has six, sometimes seven players in double figures. I I think it, it it's going to be exactly that. 
rising tide lifts all boats. I mean, you can't give 20 shots to one guy. I mean, it's going to go to it's going to go to a little bit of everybody. It and, could, it could. And but if they could just replace suffer. Donovan Mitchell with one player, well, that wouldn't make Donovan Mitchell unique now, would it? And I happen to think he is. Jake, what? It's one game, one freaking game. We have seen other teams. The Jazz certainly have played enough teams this year who are missing a star player and see somebody else step up to uh, have a great game. I think that's certainly doable. I would I would maybe say Jordan Clarkson, but then I think about and he doesn't really pass up shots in the first place. So <laughs> can he even take more shots? I don't know. He it's funny when he's hitting his shots, everybody raves about him. When he's missing those shots, he does look like a ball hog. Because you know you know that if he starts moving around, he's gonna <laughs> he's taking the shot. I mean, we've seen that enough. It's not every time, but it's. Pretty darn close to every time. Don't you think that's his role, though? Hasn't isn't that what he's being told to do, even when he is okay? Missing? I understand that, but it, it, I think it, uh, it's related back to what Jake and I were just talking about. What about the other players who are on the floor with him? Are they not capable of contributing? Well, I think Jordan Clarkson's passing has actually improved greatly uh, just during this season. Jake, he takes way too many shots, too many bad shots. I'll say it that way. Well, shooting is his role. He's the guy coming off the bench to score. And, I mean, let's see. He had four assists against Memphis last Saturday. How many shots did he put up? Uh, let's see. I don't have that entirely in front of me. He, he likes to shoot, and he likes of to dominate he does, the ball. But that's his role. That's why yeah, he's I, coming I, off I the bench. It. He that's went uh, not... three of 14 on Saturday. That's not what nope, I'm sorry, saying. that was I'm Monday. Not... My bad. He went 11 of 21. 28 right. points, uh, four assists, like said, and six rebounds. When he, when he shoot, yeah, okay, so you're picking out one game. But there have been other games when he's hurt his team. You know, and so I, I'm not saying he shouldn't be Jordan Clarkson. I'm just saying that maybe on a night when he goes 3 of 14, he should start thinking about, okay, what else can I do? I'm not telling him to stop shooting. I'm just saying maybe don't shoot those really those shots that are the degree of difficulty on them are quite high. All right. I I think Jordan Clarkson I I have very little complaint about him and his role on this team. And you on hear his whole, play you hear his teammates talk about it all the time that they want him to take those shots. And again, it comes back to George Niang, star within their role. This is his role on the team. Yeah. I mean, do, I you, do, do people there say are this times, about... there are There are times when I see him dominate the ball, when I see other players who are open or could uh, contribute to the overall cause, and he's too busy creating his own shot to look for them. And I know, they, yeah, does he get an assist every once in a while? Yeah, but, man, it's dominated by him looking to create his own shot. Yeah, but do people have these complaints about Manu Ginobili? Because that's what he did in San Antonio for over a decade. Mano Ginobili did not do it like this. Of course he did. No, he didn't. What are you talking about? Of course There's he no did. Way. He came he came off he the bench. Dribble, he, he, was... didn't, he didn't dribble a ball over midcourt and sit there and dribble the whole time and then take a shot with oh, two seconds left on the shot clock. That was not how he scored. Are we talking about the same Manu Ginobili who did exactly that? I don't think so. And always went left just like Jordan always wants to come back to his right. They're like the same player. Yeah. 
I think you're misremembering. Ah, I think you're misremembering, oh, romanticizing okay. the Spurs who do it the right way. That was his role. That's why he went to the bench in the first place. Saying, well, wait a minute, you want me to just come off the bench and shoot Jake, the ball the whole time? It's, yeah, it's I'll matter, do that. It's a, it's a matter of degrees. It's a, he didn't he didn't force it quite like Jordan does, time after time after time. Okay. That's his role on the team is to come in and be instant offense. There's a reason he doesn't play thirty five minutes a game. Takes bad shots. What can I tell you? Sometimes they go in, but often they don't. Well, I'm not criticizing him from a standpoint of what are you doing, Jordan? I'm saying maybe on certain nights you can help your team in other ways. Uh, all right. We'll have more big show coming up. Don't forget, Locke will be on with us at uh, 3.30. Brady Christensen at 4. It's a big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. UCLA will get matched up. Clark is standing in front of Johns. Nuba is in the middle of the paint. Dickinson is going to inbound. Takes the basketball. Dickinson looking. Fires it in. Wagner turns. Fires a three for the win. No good. Off the back of the rim. And UCLA has won it. From the first four to the final four. UCLA 51, Michigan 49 for the 19th time in school history. The first since 2008. The Bruins are going to the final four. It's a big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Stay tuned. Locke is going to jump on the show coming up at 3.30. Brady Christensen at 4. NCAA tournament action last night. Gordon, UCLA advances, beating one seed Michigan 51-49. to Gonzaga smashes your beloved Trojans 85-66. to UCLA becomes the first play-in game team to make it to the Final Four since uh, Shaka Smart's VCU uh, did it. And uh, then that was before Shaka, of course, forgot how to coach uh, uh, <laughs> at Texas. Uh, but any, anyway, Gordon, UCLA making a really um, a really great run. I mean, there's no doubt about it. We can bicker about uh, what it means to be a good team or whatever, but you got to admire the, the run UCLA has made, and they're playing their best basketball at the right time. They are, and uh, Gonzaga is playing really well, too. This is a formality, is that I I don't know about Houston and Baylor. I mean, that could be a tough match, but it seems like people want to see Gonzaga and Baylor in the final. Um, But Houston, Houston has a way. I I just, even with the athletes UCLA has, I I just don't know how they're going to stay with Gonzaga. This team... People say, well, would BYU played them, uh, you know, BYU had that big lead at halftime and whatnot. But uh, this team, when it's fully dialed in, and it is now because it knows it, it to what its goal is, uh, they are so difficult to beat, so talented and so well-coordinated. Uh, I would expect uh, it to be Gonzaga-Baylor, but I'm not as sure about that other one. But this one, what's the, what, you know what the line is on that game? I have it here. The Magic Vegas Predicting Wizard uh, predicts Gonzaga by 14. Wow. Okay. And, yeah, uh, the Magic sometimes. Vegas Predicting Wizard uh, predicts, uh, predicts Baylor by 5. You, uh, you have often said that Cinderella, sometimes Cinderella does get to the Final Four, but they usually get smashed. At that point, and I think there's a real good chance of that happening this time around. Well, I'll uh, if they do win, I'll look forward to hearing you say that uh, they were the 
the better team this year? <laughs> well, well, we'll see what happens. I've, I, I just want to have a good final. And uh, maybe, you know, you never, in one game, UCLA could surprise, but I'm, I'm certainly not uh, thinking that's the way it's going to go. And, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm – I think Austin, you predicted uh, Gonzaga Baylor in your final, didn't you? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But, I think all of us did. Yeah, yeah I mean, but, but one of us had the courage not to pick Gonzaga. That's some of that courage is true. Yeah, is that courage or is that something else? Gumption, chutzpah. So every time the the popular pick, everybody else is just wrong. It's kind of like it's Jordan not, Clarkson. He has the guts to keep shooting, shooting, does. shooting, it's even confidence. if he misses. Jake is like Jordan Clarkson. He'll take the unpopular pick and <laughs> be wrong more often than I not. I don't think it takes courage to pick the favorite, no. Well, no, but you usually pick the team you think is going to win, right? I don't think it takes courage to say the Beatles are the best uh, band of, of all time. So uh, it is uh, courageous to say this, though. The Beatles are worse than Limp Biscuit. That takes courage. That <laughs> absolutely takes courage. I just, uh, well, it's a personal choice, and I just happen to and like the Beatles. Strangely, the majority of people make it that way. But but what's wrong with that? Going with the 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 crowd all the time. It's not a matter of going with the crowd. It's going with what you like. The crowd. If it happens, if, if it happens to be what a lot of people like, then it, then it works completely. That's, Jake that's is pushing you your buttons so hard right now because we all know how much you hate being told you're going with the crowd. But well, it always happens. Not, no, it's just what I think <laughs> is going to happen. It's got nothing to do with anybody else. But yet everybody else seems to go the same way you do. Well, I mean, great minds think alike. Yeah, but you're doing it afterwards, like with the Beatles. Afterwards, I lived through that era. Don't give me that crap. <laughs> oh man, you picking Alabama next year in football? <laughs> we'll see. Haven't thought about that yet. Uh, we know how you th- think the Lakers are going to do this year. What about the Yankees? Uh, I haven't really given that much thought either. Okay. Well, we know you're a, a Pirates guy anyway. <laughs> One of my best friends growing up was a Pirates fan, and so I, I, we spent a lot of time watching the Pirates, and, and I kind of liked them. I did. Uh, back in Willie Stargell's day, Manny Sanguin. Yeah, those were some good players. The 20s? When was that? <laughs> that was the 70s. 1870s? Uh, no, 1970s. Okay. Yeah. That was 50 years ago, man. That's far enough back. But, uh, you know, I mean, I, I just I just think of uh, all the teams I've seen this year, Gonzaga has reminded me over and over again that they're the best team that I've seen. And when, when you see that, I'm not quite sure what else you can do with it. Uh, I guess there's always room for an upset, but I wouldn't expect one. But if there is, then UCLA will be the best team. Well, and I'll have to hand it to them. If they're if they beat Gonzaga, then they will be the best team. You know, if they finish the deal. Even though so. they have nine losses, and Gonzaga would have one. Jake, I I, I just I just don't know what to do with you. What about the teams that beat UCLA? 
would they have the transformative property to basically claim that they were better than Gonzaga also? Like Jake did the year Virginia Tech beat, beat Ohio, Ohio State. State. Ohio State was the national champion. They weren't. Boom. Hokies, title town. Not true. How, how, many, how many times have we got to say it, Jake? It's not just that you win. It's when you win. Not yeah, that like hard like uh, like March is more important than January. That's monthist, yes. man. Well, that's that's the placing one month ahead of them the other. You're gonna get canceled, Gordo. Don't be a monthist. I love all months equally <laughs> myself. <laughs> Even February. Even February has its charm. It doesn't. Yeah, it's just like uh, in the NBA playoffs. If a team is uh, you know that doesn't finish first wins the championship, then, yeah, they're the best team. Now, I will say this, Gordon. Here's where we can find some common ground, is that series definitely even things out. The fluky nature of a one-off game uh, really pokes holes in your theory, in my so personal opinion. But when series so you, happen— So you essentially hate the NFL playoffs and you hate the NCAA tournament. I didn't say I hate either one of those. I watch both of them uh, well, you and, think and enjoy both of them. You think they're illegitimate. No, I think there's a randomness to it that means that you don't necessarily get the best team at the end. Yeah, but then you are also— I didn't say I didn't enjoy you, it. You are riding a wave of fate, which makes you even more special. I, I'm Hey, I'll tell you what. I loved watching Tom Brady lose in the Super Bowl. I loved it. But I'm not going to tell you that that uh, uh, bad news Bears Giants team was better than the Patriots that year when they lost their first game in the Super Bowl with one of the best offenses we've ever seen. Because Tyreek Evans or no, what was that guy? Tyreek, what was the 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 tight end's name? Aust? was that that Super Bowl that he pinned it to his helmet on a prayer? <laughs> David Tyree. David Tyree. That's what I'm looking for. Only thing the guy part. ever did it's in all, his career. It's all part of it, man. It's 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 when you win, and I don't know how else to describe it to you. I try over and over again, and y- you you're wrong you every time. Listen. I'm wrong every time. <laughs> every I'm waiting for it, Austin. I'm waiting for it. <gasps> all right, we've got what's uh, going wait, on. Wait, 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 wait. I'm waiting for it. He wants. To, uh, I'd agree with you, Gordon, but then we'd both be whatever. I'd agree with you, Gordon, but then we'd both be right. That's what he's fishing for. I don't. I can't believe you would ever say that, Jake. I know. But I saved it. Uh, good. I'm so happy you did. What's going on? Uh, coming up next, uh, we'll check in with DJ and PK. Some bozo was filling in for DJ this morning. PK was, and GM uh, in the AM. Stuff. Uh, you guys yeah. talked to Craig Smith this morning. We'll play a little bit of that conversation uh, coming up right around the corner. I want to remind, remind you about our friends at Zero Res. Dirt, dust, dander, and allergens are no match for Zero Res carpet cleaning. Want the uh, contaminants gone? Call Zero Res. Right now, just $33 per room. Get your carpet Zero Res clean. Minimums apply. Give them a call today. More next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.